Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Enough with the Cubs, on to the Yankees. This is the Windy City Podcast. Frank Thomas, the big hurt, the big intimidator, one of the greatest hitters in the history of baseball, coming up in a matter of moments. Both uh, Frank and I actually have something in common, which is that when I'm looking at my phone, I actually need glasses today as I get into my late 40s. By the way, happy birthday to me today. And uh, Frank's working with Verilac. He touches on that, but then he touches on a lot of stuff, including whether or not uh, Chicago is becoming a White Sox town. A very frank uh, answer to that one, along with uh, his starting rotation for the playoffs and the outfield. A lot of of ground to cover here with the big hurt. Listen, the White Sox right now, this is an interesting stretch. A lot of good teams coming up. We'll see how it shakes out, but uh, just cruising towards the finish here. Lost to the Twins last night, no big deal. Uh, Yeah, just, you know, let's see uh, what October will bring. Mo, Courtney, and the King all coming up after Frank as well. And uh, I am headed to Dyersville, Iowa tomorrow for the Field of Dreams game, so full report on the back end. But... Let me be one of the few who will say, at least this week, that Field of Dreams is an overrated movie. It's weird. If you build it, he will come? Who would ever do such a thing? The Natural, Roy Hobbs playing catch in the field. I can see that. Getting on a train. The whole shooting and that thing is a little bit far-fetched, but hey... Murders happen all the time. If you build it, he will come. People walking into the cornfields. There's something weird about how much we want to attach to that movie. That's all I'm saying. I I get the dad and the catch and the king's going with his dad to Field of Dreams. That's beautiful. I wish my dad, uh, I'm going to have breakfast with my dad today. He's not Field of Dreams uh, travel worthy right now. All that's beautiful, but the movie itself... Just kind of bizarre. What wife would ever allow his, 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 his husband to turn a cornfield into a baseball diamond at the risk of their financial uh, stability? Come on, man. But we love it. We love Field of Dreams, or a lot of you do. I'd say most of you do. Bull Durham, so much better. The Natural, so much better. Major League, so much better. Bad News Bears, I mean... Is Field of Dreams even in the top ten of baseball movies? Uh, I, I can certainly make an argument that it's not. 
The Windy City White Sox podcast brought to you by Manscaped.com. Go to Manscaped.com. Get yourself 20% off and free shipping on your Lawn Mower Performance Package 4.0. Put in that promo code FANSIDED20. This thing is just incredible. You get in the shower, you make yourself fresh down low, and you get all the benefits with it. You get the the lotion deodorant for down there you get your boxer briefs you get yourself a nice travel bag it's perfect manscaped.com is where you find it the windy city podcast with courtney mo and the king but first with frank thomas starts right now showtime curveball that's it out of here center field way back you can put it on the board a two-run homer for big frank thomas socks There he is, the Hall of Famer, the Big Hurt, number 35. Frank Thomas, always good to see you. Let's start with who you're working with today, which I think is apropos to your career, Frank, because you're working with Verilex, which is the number one recommended progressive lens by optometrists and opticians. You never swung at a pitch one inch off the plate, Frank, so I'm kind of surprised you even need a little bit of assistance these days. Well, back then I had perfect vision, but as you get older, you get presbyopia, and uh, as a condition for tired eyes. And for me, uh, didn't realize it to the age of between 45 and 47, you know, text messages became blurred, reading the USA, USA Today became blurred, and uh, Frankly, I thought something was wrong with me, but it's uh, team eye doctor told me, no, you're old, you have old eyes, this is very common, and uh, it's time for you to think about glasses. And I'm really ha- happy with this partnership with Verilux because uh, it has really helped change my vision, and uh, I'm excited about that because I'm on TV all the time looking at monitors and everything else. I needed the help. You just named a couple things that I want to follow up on. Number one, do you get the actual USA Today paper, or or does Frank Thomas read the stuff online? Or are you just old school like that? Because this well, is an no, old. Well, until about 47, 48, I used to get the paper delivered. Yeah. Uh, but now, yeah, I'm online just like everyone else. <laughs> okay. Times have changed. Yeah, times have changed. My 95 year old dad, he still gets the paper, but he's he's never changing. <laughs> but <laughs> well, in the airport, there's you know most of the shops still carry it. So if it's in the airport, I'll grab one. There you go. There you go. So you're, uh, you're headed off to Iowa for the field of dreams, the White Sox and the Yankees. This ticket is the hottest regular season ticket uh, in, I don't know, a decade plus. What is it, I guess, for an old school guy to have a game there and the movie and the White Sox being a part of it? What does it mean to you? It's great. And I've been up there a few times in Dyersville for charity softball, softball games in the past. And the, the, the people there, they really love it. They respond. They come out and cheer. Uh, so this is big for their town and their city. And uh, to have two great baseball teams there who are playing really well with a chance of going deep in October is a special moment for, for Major League Baseball to have these two teams there with their fans. Did you get a little extra when you saw the pinstripes? Of course you did. And I mean, you play the New York Yankees. They're, you know, the world champions 28 times. So um, the bottom line is, you know, they're going to bring a good team and they have the resources to continue to restock their team. So for us right now, with the White Sox have been as good as they've possibly been in a very long time against a big-time New York Yankee team, it's going to be a special moment in time. So everybody wants to, uh, I guess, look to the future here, Frank, with, or, and the, the near future with, with the White Sox. 
Do you think this team is set up, built, ready to win a World Series right now? Yes. I think offensively, they just, you know, got healthy, which is very important. But you look at what Tony LaRusso has done all year, uh, patchworking guys out of the minor leagues and uh, pickups and uh, got to perform at a high level. Uh, you got to like their chances. Now the Stars are back. They're swinging the bat really well. Uh, noticeably, Elo Jimenez, who's the biggest weapon in the lineup, uh, to have him back healthy because I thought he would have a big breakout year before he got injured this year. I was looking at him to, you know, drive in, you know, 120 runs and hit about 40, 45 home runs. So uh, we're seeing that now when he's healthy. Uh, this this lineup is tough to deal with. It's not a, exactly the same, but he's got a little bit of a Frank Thomas extension, right? Eloy. Oh, he has big time power. He's he's one of the strongest kids I've ever seen. Uh, the, when you go to, I went to the cage with him like a year and a half ago, a year ago, and uh, to hear the sound of the bat off his, off his bat is it's, it's something you don't hear all the time. He's got that Acuna pop. You know, both of those guys are, you know, Dominican kids with uh, tremendous upside, but to hear the bat, the sound of the bat, uh, the ball jumping off the bat is something special to hear. And he had, he has majestic home runs. So, uh, yes, I'm a fan of Elo Jimenez because he's, he's refreshing with his personality. But uh, what he provides at offense with Jose Abreu and Tim Anderson is priceless. What do you do as far as the outfield, Frank? Do you let him play left at least some come playoff yes. time, or do you, you do? Yes, he's got to be in the field. He's a much better player when he's in the field. Uh, you want his bat 100%, so he needs to play left field. Um, he'll compensate for defense. You know, he's going to drive in more than he's going to let in. Uh, he's that type of player, but he provides that security for Jose Abreu and the rest of the lineup. So it's interesting, right, because there's a huge adjustment to being a full-time DH. I, I know you, you didn't love doing it, right? Get well, I did late in my career, you know, full-time, and it's tough. It's pinch hitting four times a night. You have to put your mind in a, in a, in a different place. Uh, but it takes, for me, it took thousands of at-bats to be comfortable to do that. You know, you, you can't do it full-time. You know, early in my career, I would, you know, play first base four or five days in a row, then DH one to get off my feet, and uh, it worked well. But as I got older... You know, it was great to have that experience of DH, and then you had to find ways to keep yourself involved in the ball game, so you feel like you're part of the ball game when you go up there for those big at bats. Do you think baseball should go to the universal DH? By the way, yes, I'm, I don't want to see pitchers hit. <laughs> you know, the bottom line is the pitchers are making more money than anyone nowadays uh, for for what they do out in the field. Uh, they shouldn't be hitting with a chance of injury. Yeah. All right, we got left field figured out. Then, then what are you doing in, in right? Game one of the playoffs or game seven? Uh, they're probably going to platoon. Uh, young Andrew Vaughn has just showed up as a big-time player. He's going to be on the field majority of the time. So you'd have Eloy in left, Vaughn in right, Robert in center. You're not worried about that defense? No. We got Adam Engel. We can bring out the bench and play great defense late in the ballgame. All right. And you got Goodwin, who's, who's a natural center fielder also. Both of those guys, when they platoon, you don't lose anything. I got it. I got it. So you're winning. You bring those guys in later. Yes. A lot of people, when Tony was coming in this year, Frank, they're like, he's too old. The game's passed him by. And here the White Sox sit with as good of a chance to win the World Series as anyone else. Do you look at it like, A, everyone was wrong, and B, by the way, having that dude in the dugout come playoff time, the Sox have an advantage? No, I never – I never flinched because I know he's a winner. He's always been a winner, and he's always had a heartbeat of his club. So he wasn't away from the game. Most people thought he was away from the game. He was in the front office with the Angels and the Boston Red Sox. Uh, 
through their winning, I mean, through Boston's championship a few years ago. So uh, Tony's, he's, he's big time in baseball. I went to the Hall of Fame with him. I sit right next to him a couple of years. I always pick his brain about baseball. He's really sharp when it comes to the game of baseball. So, uh, yeah, coming in October, you will not be outmanaged. And uh, he's going to help a job with this team. Just for the record, I wrote it at the time. It's like 39 weeks ago. This is going to work out. He could not have forgotten baseball in his eight years. No. Not not being in the dugout just didn't make any sense to no, me. No, he lives for baseball. He's a, trust me, he's a guru. He's one of those guys that, hey, when it comes to baseball, he's got all the answers. So is part of his job taking pressure off these guys right now? Because, listen, they're – if you look at Vegas, the White Sox, depending on the odds, they're either second or third. I mean, the expectations are growing right now. It's a young team for the most part. So that amount of pressure being on the club, does that does that? I don't look at this pressure because they're that talented. When you got a lights out pitching staff, uh, the, the entire staff, you don't see any weak links to throw out in the field. Uh, you're gonna win more more ball games than you lose when you got a pitching staff like that. But now they got a dynamic offense to go with it. So I think I, I was talking to your partner uh, on TV, Ozzie Guillen, at uh, one time about the 93 team. And you guys had a great chance to win the World Series that year and, you, and probably even a better one in 94 with the strike. But the way that the rotation was set up against the Blue Jays, I think, you know, you, you had McDowell going earlier, no, no shot at Jack, but matching up well against Toronto, maybe that was not the best choice at the time. And you, we don't know who the White Sox are playing right now, but how do you determine – like, who's pitching game one in your mind, Frank, as far as, you know, who's been here the longest or who's the hottest at that time? How do, how do you think they'll do it? How would you do it? Who's the hottest? And to be honest, you know, Lance Lynn has been hot all season long. So it looks like it's going to be Lance Lynn game one, um, Rodon game two, and then you look at uh, Cease or Giolito uh, for game, game three. It depends on the lineup. I mean, they, they have it all. I'm not, Keiko could pitch game three if there's too many left-handed hitters. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that this team has incredible pitching. And if, you never know what Michael Kopech, what he might be doing in, in October. I mean, he's a guy that's like, he's been a starter his whole life, but he's fitting well in the bullpen. And the back end, as far as Hendricks and Kimbrell and both those guys accepting that one of them's not going to be the closer – how does that play uh, It's out? tough for me. I, I really look at uh, – I'm going with the hot hand. You know, I, I would like to use both of those guys in closing situations. Depends on uh, – you look at analytics a lot. They've handled these guys. You look up and say, that, hey, Kimmer's dominated these guys. I want him in tonight. Or, you know, uh, Lynn Hendricks, he's dominated these guys. I want him in on the night. Keep both of those guys uh, involved because they're both great closers. Two of the best in the game. So – that, but a lot, a lot of guys, they like that defined role, right? They know ninth inning, it's me. They know. Oh, I eight. think that's overrated. This is Major League Baseball, best of the best. It's about getting three outs. And you got two guys that have done it so well. You know, it's one of those things that I like, get them out there. But yeah. I don't want to, you know, delegate um, Kimbrough to the eighth inning because he's been the best closer in baseball this season. He came to the White Sox with a 0-4-9 ERA. <laughs> with what, uh, only lost, blown one save all year. So um, it's tough. To tell them, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna only set up. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Is Chicago a White Sox town right now? I mean, I don't think so. I, I, you know that. I mean, it's always been a Cubs town. It's uh, on that side of town has always been fun and giggles and the bar scene and you know it's something to watch over there. Wrigley's a beautiful place, especially now if you haven't seen it. But uh, as for we we call ourselves on the South Side, real baseball. 
Well, either you win or you lose, and the fans won't show up. Some people are saying, if you hey. you win, they will show up in groves. If you're not playing well, they're not just coming to hang out. Yeah, no, they're, they're historically, they're, they most definitely are not. I'm, I'm wondering if times are changing, though, so maybe a, a little bit, but perhaps perhaps that's a little too right. tall. I mean, you go to Wrigley, they win or lose, they're going to drink the booze, they're going to be over there and all those bars around Wrigley. Yes, they are. All right, one more concern on the field. Who's your backup catcher, Frank, coming to playoffs here? So, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, uh, I like both of these guys, Collins and, and the new kid but the new kid can really call a baseball game. He's keeping that scoreboard down really, really low. So that's going to be a heck of a decision. Zavala has been incredible keeping that, that run total down with the pitching staff. Yeah. All right. Dyersville, Iowa, the Field of Dreams game. Let's just go old school, Frank. Back when you played, guys were able to police the game. Nowadays, you, you throw inside, great chance, or especially if you hit someone, five-game suspension, ten-game suspension. Does baseball need to rewind this? I don't think they will, but should they? Uh, we'll see going forward. But they, the game has changed. It's, it's, it's a little softer than it was back in my time. You know, yeah, you were able to lose, police it. You flip a bat, you got drilled, you know, but that, those days are over. So um, I, don't, I don't see any, any big changes here in the near future because the game has changed. If Frank was playing today, would you still put the head down around the bases the same or would you have a little of more course. fun? You Act would. like you've been there. That's what I was all about. You know, I hit, I hit home runs in bed and practice all day long. So hitting one in the game, I expect it. Yeah, and you also led the league in doubles. I mean, there was no uppercut. You mm -hmm. know, Frank Thomas was trying to hit I line drive. hitting. But like I said, if I hit a home run, it was from techniques and hard work. You know, you got the technique down and you're hard working. I mean, those things should happen. Frank, great to see you. Love you on TV. Did the 05 White Sox win it without Ozzy, by the way? I feel like he was. Uh, a, no, they don't, right? No. Can't job that year. The nose was pointed down in September, and 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 he helped pull him out of it. Took a lot of heat on it. No, he I was feel great at taking pressure off the team. Yeah, that's yeah. why he said a lot of things down the stretch. He wanted to, so the players can relax and go out and play. <laughs> well, you guys are. I feel like the NBA on TNT has come to Chicago with the uh, White Sox <laughs> post game show. Well, we have a lot of fun. We just know each other very well. Yeah, it, it's great stuff. All right, Big Hurt, good to see you. Partnering with Verilux today, the number one recommended progressive lens by optometrists and opticians. Seeing you clearly today, Frank, and back at you. So we appreciate the Thank time. You, Can you hear that in the background, King, or no? Hear what in the background? That would be the world's smallest violin playing for your whining about when you get the podcast invitation. <laughs> you know, I, I should have told you guys one of my biggest pet peeves in life is people being uh, not on time. So I probably should have told you guys that weeks ago. Uh, oh, you told us. Button. Are we not? Yeah, on see, thank you, Mo. Thank you, uh, Mo. Thank uh, you, Mo. You got my back. Are we not? Are we not on time? Are we not on time? Let's oh, talk yeah. White Sox. Come on. Let's get this going. <laughs> no, you, you, I, Mo's right. You know what is on time? Robert coming back, Eli coming back. That is on time. Know, yeah, and, and getting our uh, getting our players all healthy. That's in time, baby. That's that just, is that's called just in time baseball. That uh, is on time. That is very on time. Two home runs for Eloy. Oh my God! Yesterday and Sunday. That's absurd. So Courtney, let's start with you on on this podcast because. I, you, you're, you're a very proficient tweeter and we've missed Courtney's tweets the last couple of weeks. So that's, that's on me, but 
I don't, I think you might've set a record for tweets this weekend, just enjoying the living daylights out of the White Sox cracking uh, the Cubs. And of course you were there on Saturday, sitting in the second row with your new best friend, Lauren Lapka and uh, radio stars, Rokan and, um, and, and Richard Roper. But you, um, you really, really, really loved the weekend. I it just can you talk about your your feelings right now of just overtaking Chicago with the South Side over the North Side? Like I want to give you the dance floor. You know, I really appreciate that, Mark, because I got to tell you, sitting at Wrigley, and yes, it's still a rat hole. I'm I'm very happy to report. Um, sitting second row behind the White Sox dugout definitely helped with that, though I will say so. Thank you, Lauren Lapka. She's a very good friend of mine nowadays. Um, but you know, this is the atmosphere and seeing, and, and King is going to enjoy this because it's literally the truth. Um, watching Billy Hamilton, watching Brian Goodwin in the dugout, cheering on the boys, um, having it's so like much family. fun. Wait, yes, it is. It. it is. You are talking the real deal, baby. This it is, is. it. We are family Pittsburgh pirates, baby. The only thing, get Willie Stargell in there, get him smoking a cig. This is the way to go. We win the World Series on just what you're talking about. We are family. I got all my sisters and me. Let's do this. Is anybody as uncomfortable as me right now? Yeah, I don't even I don't even know how to do a segue from that. But yes, it it really was an amazing atmosphere. The boys are having fun. Um, It's it's such a positive dugout, positive clubhouse. And it's translating on the field. And, oh, my God, now we have Eloy killing it. Robert's back. Grandal's going to be right behind him. We're finally going to see this team at full strength. And God help the American League for this lineup because it's going to be nasty. It really is. You can see it. Let's read some Courtney tweets here. White Sox sweep away the lowly Cubs. Luis Robert returns tomorrow. LFG exclamation point exclamation point. I believe LFG stands for let's fucking go. Looks like Wrigley field. will finally get a much needed sweeping this weekend. See what I did there. Of course you did. <laughs> Hashtag white socks. I, I mean, it, it's, it is a, it's an endless thing. Dylan cease. You have a seven run lead. Rain is coming. It's going to hit soon. Throw strikes. Just, just, just trying to remind everybody. Yeah. That's a former cub on the mound. There's something stunningly beautiful. Beautiful watching Eloy Jimenez consistently destroy his old team. We are at Wrigley, but that was very much a Bronx cheer from the Cub fans on that second out. <laughs> I mean, I call me crazy, but it seems to me that uh, you really enjoyed this this uh, this this White Sox thing. I like this picture because it shows the score in the background. For those of you who can't see, that's four nothing White Sox shutout. At Lauren Lapka, I mean, it, it, look, look at that smile. Looks like somebody had a hell of a time. Uh, at, at First the of all, give me give, give me a little bit of love for the creativity in some of those tweets, man. I mean, come on, not a lot of people can come out with that kind of content. This, but yes, I, I had I had a very very good weekend. The boys sweeping away the lowly Cubs, and they are lowly right now. Um, it was it was just a great atmosphere, and I, I was very happy to be a part of it. And it's continuing on in Minnesota, so let's go. Let's go. The last one I'll read. The ass sweat was totally worth a good day and a White Sox winner. May walk down the street again tomorrow night to see the boys sweep. We shall see. Uh, now we have an update on Courtney's ass sweat, which um, <laughs> I don't know if we need it, but we, we've got it. So congratulations that it was a challenge for you and you battled through. Did you walk down, by the way, for Sunday night? 
Uh, you know what? I did not, unfortunately, because, you know, they were predicting this horrible weather coming mm-hmm. on Sunday. And I'm just like, I don't want to deal with that. The thought of having a rain delay in Wrigley Field, you know, in those horrible claustrophobic concessions. I'm like, I can't do it. So, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, it was tough, tough, man. I don't know how people go into that ballpark, the 40,000 that show up and, and, and somehow survive. Mo, you went. How was I your did. experience? It was a blast. Always fun when the Sox win. Uh, I actually, I'm going to give, I, I thought the Cubs did a nice job with, with the improvements they made. The concourse didn't seem as uh, dark and danky. And uh, if there were rats, I didn't see them. So credit to them, but the Sox uh, played really well. And I mean, how awesome is it that uh, they're in first place and they're just getting Eloy, who's obviously in full swing mode and, and Robert back. I mean, it's, it's super exciting. Mo, you know what's also exciting for you is you got to sit right in back of Frank Schwindel that entire right. game. You're not that even talking about that. That was like I... the highlight of anyone's day, which, by the way, as a reminder, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person alive who has seen more Frank Schwindel games in person. So I'm pretty proud of that. Who the hell is Frank Schwindel? Exactly. He's your fir- he's your first baseman now, Mark. Come on, man. Number 18 on the Cubs. <laughs> and number one and number one in my heart. King, did you uh, feel any regret that you didn't join the party? Nope, not one bit. I watched it, I, or I should say, I listened to it on the radio, enjoyed it <laughs> wholeheartedly. I liked seeing Kimbrel get that poop out of his system. It was in there; it had to get out. And so it's it's now it's clear sailing for the rest of the year. I, I believe there was some rats in Wrigley Field. Crane Kenny, we got Ross, we got, you know, Hoyer, we got the Ricketts. There's rats all over that place. So he made, I, King I makes a good point. Those are rats. I was, I was fine celebrating our doves, and that's Rick Hahn and Tony La Russa and Jerry, uh, 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 Jerry Reinsdorf and, and, and your, you know, 10 and a half ahead game. Chicago White Sox. It, with it's the interesting. Roster. What's not there to enjoy, Mark? Well, well, let me let me just cut you off for a second there because calling Jed Hoyer a rat, you know, he traded you a guy by the name of Craig Kimbrell and Ryan Tapera a couple days prior. The wasn't Cubs, it beautiful? Cubs, wasn't it beautiful how Tony used those guys? Well, the point is though that hey, hey, just to, to, just to give it a little back. I mean, you know, uh, it, it was but, so yeah, nice. But, but that, but you get the point, right? That rat is uh, trying to help himself, but it's also you know he's not afraid of helping you win the World Series this year. I, I think I'm, that's it. I you think know, that's I a, say that in jest, Mark. You know that. I think the <laughs> Cubs organization is probably they're probably fine men, uh, but I could tell you this: uh, the uh, South, the, 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 the Rick, the Rickets are not fine men. Well, well here's I will, what I'll I will say. disagree I with that. I do know. I, I I don't know them personally, so I don't want to comment. This is all. I'll, in, I'll it, comment all day long. I don't have to know them personally. They're bad. Well, they're well, not. Here's what people. I do know: I I know the likes of Boyer. I know the likes of Han. I know the rights of Reinsdorf and everybody else that on the South Side are darn good men with good principle and passion and, 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 and values as a company. And, and that, I would should agree. Trans, that should translate into a world series. That's what I do know. So I would agree. I would agree. All right. So let's move forward here. The, uh, the twins are going on right now. And of course, Minnesota is dead uh, 20 games, nearly 20 games under 500. But after that, as we move on to, and we've talked about it a bunch, the field of dreams game on Thursday, uh, without Anthony Rizzo. Woo-hoo! Uh, yeah. So you got the Yankees on Thursday. And then from there, it is playoff central here. New York for three, the A's for four at Tampa 
at Toronto before you see the lowly Cubs again. So this is an interesting stretch right now. This isn't, you know, you're not playing in the division. You're, you're kind of taking a run through somebody you're going to see in the playoffs, maybe multiple teams you'll see in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. The White Sox have won the division, but this is, feels a little measuring sticky to me. It just, at least a little bit right now. Anybody? I call it the, I, I, I call it the gauntlet, Mark. The gauntlet. Remember the Clint Eastwood movie where he was driving a bus through some uh, <laughs> hellish, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was the gauntlet. This is the the part of the uh, the season, the part of the schedule that really makes or breaks us in terms of how we do. It's a testing ground. Not that it, not that it's all the all and be all, but it's a nice testing ground. And I agree with that. I I think, honestly, that this will be a great test. And not to mention, what a perfect time for a lot of the boys to come back. I mean, Grandal's got to be right around the corner. You know, having Eloy and Robert to interface these teams before we do see them in the playoffs would be a great would be a great test. So I'm actually looking forward to these series. I love the Yankees. I'll be at the game on Saturday. Unfortunately, I will be missing um, Field of Dreams in person. No one wanted to invite me for whatever reason. That's that's on them. Um, but I'm looking forward to this to this Yankees series quite a bit. Um, wait, Courtney, and, and, wait, 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 wait. I didn't invite you because I have a 90 year old father. Mark didn't invite you because he's <laughs> stupid. I mean, they're, 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 yeah, it's a point. Let's, let's, let's weigh the, the choices here. You know, you're you right. Would, uh, I mean, think about it. So don't 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 focus your anger on me. Focus where it belongs. And that's Mr. Mark Carmen. He For did no, not. You, you, you're you. right as his plus one. That was what really happened here. And if you have something to clear with them, I think you should do that on this podcast. You know, you know, King, you make a very good point. I do think you and your father, your nine-year-old father going out to Iowa this week is actually a great story. I've said that before. Um, so you're right. Mark, Mark is, is the heel here. That's, that's a very good point, but I guess I can overlook it. I mean, I'm a giant Sox fan and this would be a really cool thing for me, but it's all right. I guess if, you know, Lauren or Roe or Roper had tickets, they'd probably take me. So uh, I'll try to pepper them yeah, and see it, if, if any last minute tickets come through. It, it has been a tough life for Courtney. I mean, she's only sitting in the second row at Wrigley and, and hanging out with uh, the big shooters and, and now has uh, even more connections to, to White Sox tickets. I'm going with somebody from work for the record. I did not have full control of over these uh, tickets and this promotion. So any attacks on Carm is, is, is unwarranted and, and quite frankly, uh, borderline offensive. And by the way, King, the gauntlet, just to recap what you're talking about, that was a 1977 movie uh, when the King was young and good looking. Uh, Clint Eastwood starred alongside you want Sandra Locke. Sandra Locke. Yes, there it Who is. Who was his girlfriend at the time, maybe wife, and was in several movies with him, particularly the one with Every Which Clyde. Way but Loose with the orangutans. Clyde. When I think of the orangutans, <laughs> I think of you, Mark, yeah, just well, so you know. He, he, she Apparently, Locke in this film was a prostitute that, that Eastwood fell in love with. I didn't hear anything you just said about uh, orangutans. Um, yes, so uh, I'm going to maybe should I go watch this movie, Eastwood Locke? This sounds very interesting. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Mo Courtney, have you seen The Gauntlet? I'm a big fan of the movies with with Clyde, the orangutan. So I I would stick with those (laughs) gauntlets up there, though. It's a good movie. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Mo, you haven't weighed in on this stretch. Is it important to you how they do? They go. I think it's important. I I think it is. I think, um, you know, you see the daily lineups and um, I won't name anyone. Courtney um, likes to get upset when Vaughn's not in the lineup. But I think, (laughs) you know, the next two months are about 
preparing for the playoffs. They're about making sure guys are rested as well as ready to go. Um, I know, you know, we had a debate of, of whether or not Sheets should be, you know, kept or Lamb. I, I personally think Lamb was kept mainly because he can play third base to rest Moncada, um, and Sheets doesn't offer that. So I feel like at this point, you, you've sort of said it. They've got the, the division wrapped up. Now it's about preparing for the postseason. Uh, the next, you know, few weeks will definitely be a, a, a good sort of litmus test, and it's great that we have Eloy back and, and Robert, and I think that gives us a, a much better chance to uh, show what we are. Plus, she, I, I want to. Sorry, yeah, Carm, I want I want to touch on the sheets thing because I had a kind of epiphany when I was anger tweeting that he was gone because I really did think he had a, a shot. I think he has, still has a shot, but you know, having him down in Charlotte for the remaining couple weeks down there. I think actually will benefit him because he'll get to play every day. Obviously that's not the case up here right now. So I, I agree with Mo that lamb was kept for that reason, but I'm actually okay with sheets kind of going down there for the next few weeks and getting some swings down in Charlotte again, keeping him fresh. I think he'll probably call him up for September. Maybe I know there's a limited um, amount of spots now, so they have a decision to make there, but I'm okay with it now. He's getting called up. I would bet a lot of money on it. I think part of the reason he got sent down is because it was easy to do. He's, he has options. And again, to Courtney's point that he gets to play every day and come on back. And plus, if anybody gets hurt, which is always a possibility and feels like more so this year, obviously, with the White Sox, he's that much uh, sharper, I guess, in theory. I, his time with the big league club is, I don't think, is over this year. But let me throw out to you because Frank Thomas was on the pod before you guys today, but you haven't heard it as uh, we're, I'm recording with you guys a little bit later in the day. Frank with some very interesting comments on uh, Cub fans, which you guys will love. So you should listen to the pod uh, as he takes a good shot at um, Cub fans that you guys would, I think definitely agree with, but I asked him who is Frank Thomas starting in the outfield for game one of the playoffs. And let's see if any of you can get it right. Who the big hurt would start left, center, and right. I King, you want to take a shot at it first? I'll say Vaughn, Engel, and Goodwin. Okay, that's a terrible That guess. is a ter- King, my God. Oh, wait a minute. No, I don't. I, I, I <laughs> say it again. No, no, no. Oh, no, Vaughn. I'm sorry. I forgot about Robert being back. Vaughn, How did you forget? Yeah, Vaughn, Robert, Engel. That's who. That's because the prince isn't there to feed him. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot all about Robert. You know, until he hit a double last night, I I forgot all about him. So I apologize. So I'd go Vaughn, Robert, Engel. Let's let's underline Mo's comment that the prince isn't there to tell the king what to say. That was brilliant. You know what? Uh, it is a good it is a good comment, and there's some accuracy to it, Mo. But if you want to get on the side of Mark, you keep going where you're going, or you or, or you show a little respect. You understand? I, I think I fired Mo's, all fields. I, yeah. think, I think Mo is making a wise decision. So you've got, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, you've got Vaughn in left, Robert in center, and Angle in right. That's that's your angle, right? That That is what I'm sticking uh, with. Okay. Courtney, what do you think Frank Thomas has for his outfield? I'm going Eloy, Robert, Vaughn. Eloy in left, Robert in center, Vaughn in right, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. Mo? Wow. Um, I was going to say that because I, I'm, I, I know you were going to ask him, but I don't know where Frank comes down with Eloy as a DH, you know, um, but as far as probably the best balance between offense and defense, I would go with Vaughn, Robert and Engel. And if it's a, if it's a righty, perhaps Goodwin instead of Engel, but 
Um, I, I think that's probably so, where they'll go. So Same one thing I said, Mr. Prince. Okay, keep going, Mark. Well, yeah, after you remembered that. You I know, forgot. We have I, listen, I'm that's a little okay. older than you. I forgot. That's okay. God's I understand. Forgot, all right. Well, yeah, so so Mo and King said the same thing. Uh, we have one person who is correct, and her name is Courtney. Um, Mo, are, are, you are you shocked by that, Mark? I mean, I, why would Damn you? Why, why? I should have trusted my first instinct. You should have. You should have. And on. I pushed him on. I'm like, you're, you're comfortable with that level of defense in the outfield. But the most interesting things that he had to say about it was that you let Eloy play left field. It's way too hard to be a full-time DH. And I brought it up that, you know, he didn't want to do it. Right. He's like, well, late in my career I did, but early in my career, you know, I play first base four or five times a night and then I'd get off my feet for a day, but being he a played, DH. You just said he played the first base four or five times a night. Did he play four or five games a night? Okay. That, <laughs> that's that, amazing. That, that, that is was, amazing. I, I knew he was in shape, but that is, that's amazing. I thought a double header would be a lot for a professional baseball player, but four to five is, is he must. King, I, th I think we're overlooking the fact that Courtney has, has was adamant that Eloy never put a left field glove on. I know again. And, and now is, is that's her, her starting left fielder for the playoffs. No, 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 That you're, you're incorrect, Mo. I'm going okay. to call you out. Now, now you're getting on my back. I, I, I went down that rat, that rat trap, didn't I? You're going to say that's Frank's move, not correct. your move. Correct. All right. Carm, Carm asked, I a surrender. Very specific, Carm asked a very specific question. He said, who do you think Frank Thomas is yes, starting okay. out? You got me. Is? You are correct. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Uh, who wants to hear what Frank said about the Cubs fans? Uh, I do. I mean, what, why are we why are we just waiting on the in, uh, the outfield? I should say. We what does he say about I, the Cubs fans? I asked Frank if the White Sox are if, if Chicago is now a White Sox town with where they're at and where the Cubs are at, and he said absolutely not. You know the answer to that. And then he proceeded to basically say that they, you know, Cub fans don't care if they win or lose. They just like to go to the bars over there and da 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 da. All basically all your guys' takes about how Cub fans don't <laughs> don't know baseball and White Sox fans do. He went he went down that road, and I. Hey, you know what I call that, Mark? What do you the call that? A road of truth. Road <laughs> he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he just is a saying. Hall of he Famer. He is a Hall of Famer. He, he well, and more importantly, he respects the rivalry because that's uh, that is someone who's very much entrenched on the white Sox side of it so i thought just you know hey as a true blue black and white hall of famer who unfortunately was dinged up in 05 and didn't get to be a part of the world series the way he should have been he's still he's got that white Sox loyalty through and through so it was i think it's going to make some serious uh well we'll see but i, th I think it's going to make a little bit of noise around town this week with that particular quote because i'm sending it to every radio station that there is so <laughs> uh and promotion to the windy city podcast which you guys are doing such a lovely performance here okay let me ask you one more frank thomas question who do you think he has starting game one of the playoffs let's go with courtney first on this one since she won the last one I'm going to go with uh, my guy, Lance Lynn. Courtney says Lance Lynn. Mo? Uh, I'm going to go with Lance Lynn as well. King, you staying with Lance Lynn or are you going elsewhere? I'm going to go with Dallas Keuchel. 
Okay, that's you getting again. You need the Prince back because Keiko was the only guy he did not have in, in his whole rotation, let alone starting <laughs> game one. Let me tell you why I thought because the guy has been there. There's something to being there. Now I I thought Frank would as a as a seasoned veteran might put some weight in that. I would go. So, with so is Lance. So is Lance Lynn, though. So is Lance Lynn. He's been there as Keiko's well. Been there more than Lance. Come on, Keiko's a more seasoned veteran. He's is a more true. Let, let's, uh, let's. Yeah, let's let's pull that up, Mark, because I'm going to say that's not true. And King's been a little slow today. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I've not been slow, Courtney. I've been I've I've come to your uh, to your aid multiple times. You have no. You have. That's a that's so, a point. Always, that is a you know, point. very very uh, very critical. Lance Lynn King. Just so you know. He was in the playoffs in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2018. I'm going to gander a guess here that he has participated in way more uh, postseason games before I even pull up Dallas Keuchel. Would you like to relent right now or would you like me to pull up Keuchel? Well, first of all, I'd like to say a, a, a quality of a true leader is that he can admit that he or she is wrong. OK, but secondly, I, I, I would say that the winning percentage for Dallas Keuchel might, still might be better than Lance Lynn, even though he may not have participated in, it in as many games. OK, let's so, hold on. Let's pull that up. Let's let's let that's a good double down. Hoping for a miracle. Dallas Keuchel has a higher winning percentage Woo! in the postseason. Woo! 5.571 to 0.556. But Lance Lynn has appeared Boom, in more chakalaka. postseason Boom, games. Chakalaka. Okay, King, your original statement was that Keuchel's been there more than Lance Lynn, which is I meant as a winner, and... as a guy who knows how to get the job done, Courtney. <laughs> Come on. As a girl who knows, I should say woman, not girl. I apologize. As a okay. woman who knows how to get the job done, you should know exactly what I thought, what I'm referring to. And I do. And I do. And I appreciate that, by the way, King, as always, you, you uh, do have my back, even in private, you have my back on the, on the text thread. Uh, I'm appreciate not, a, that. I'm not a math major, but five years and nine playoff series seems to me to be less than Lance Lynn's six years and 12 series. And as far as the world series, a uh, Lynn has been in two world series. Keuchel has been in one again, not a math major, but I'm pretty sure that Lynn has the edge there as well. ALCS is two for Dallas Keuchel while uh, Lance Lynn has been in four NLCS is four NLDS is one ALDS and one NL wildcard. Um, there is no question that Lance Lynn is the more experienced postseason pitcher 54 and a third innings, by the way, for in 59 hits, Keiko. What's the winning percentage, Mark? What's the winning percentage? Hold on, in, we'll get to that in a game? second. I'm just looking at the innings. Keiko, on the other hand, King, to your point, Keiko has pitched better in the postseason. 63 innings, 58 hits. Uh, that is better. His whip is 1.23. Lens is 1.6, which is that is significant. So in the in the postseason, Keuchel has been the better pitcher, albeit he's been out there a little bit less. Just so everybody has all the information here. All right. So don't again, don't forget, Giolito has even better numbers. It was just one appearance, though. Well, you got to not have, forget you recency enough, too. You got to have enough data be to be just statistically significant remember when he won that. that remember when he won that game and the series was basically thought to be over Oof. yeah sure do yeah. Yeah. because and, we and thought we had we had well who pitched the second game yeah, yeah. i believe it was dallas keiko you uh, are correct and then and, uh and, and and if we had lance lynn that series would have been over that's that's the funny part it's all connected Carm. it's all connected do you think that if ricky renteria wasn't managing game three they would have won it no yeah. 
Was that no. a mix? Mo, did you say yes? I, 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 I didn't say. I don't know. It's so hard to say. They, the game two was where I think the momentum obviously switched to, you, to everyone's you, point. To King's point, we had our seasoned veteran who had been there before, and we thought we had it, and we didn't. Do you think Ricky lost the job when he brought in Rodon with the bases loaded against Cleveland or the way he managed game three, or he was just going to lose the job regardless? I think he was going to lose the job regardless. Um, I thought you know, he lost it there. It's I, I funny. Honestly, Which one? I honestly, I honestly feel like he was dealt a very unlucky hand in that game three. He wasn't counting on Crochet going down with that injury. Um, you know, he had it all planned out and it just went haywire. It was very unfortunate for, for Renteria. It really was. Yeah, but that um, was, uh, was such a weird first inning the way he did it. It was. It was. Yeah, I my, don't disagree. So what did Frank say? Who did he pick? He, he picked Lance Lynn. So Courtney's two for two. Moe's <laughs> two for one two, for two, baby. And King, you're hey, hey, for King, two. Hey, King, two for two. What's my winning percentage right now? <laughs> like I said, you're a woman that knows how to get it done. That's right. So that's what that scoreboard looks like out there in center field. Oh, my, the fireworks. It is spectacular here at New Comiskey Park. The fans going wild. This program was recorded on tape for a live audience. They want a curtain call from Big Frank. I'll tell you what, he just nailed this thing almost to center field. The first home run by a Sox player at the new baseball palace of the world. And take a bow, Big Frank. Six to five White Sox. Like I said, if I hit a home run, it was from techniques and hard work. You know, you got the technique down and you're hard working. I mean, those things should happen. On that side of town has always been fun and giggles and the bar scene and we, we call ourselves on the South Side real baseball. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 